That's News to Me is a Twisted Dreams comedy production. Welcome to That's News to Me. I'm Mookie G. And I'm Erica. We scour the internet to find funny, weird, absurd news stories to blur the bad, depressing, boring stuff, and hopefully bring a smile to your face. We're so glad you've joined us for another episode. If you wouldn't mind, continue to help us do what we love. You can support the show in three ways, none of which require your money. All we ask is that you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode, share us with your friends so we can continue to grow, and leave us a five-star review so that we know you like what you hear. Shall we get started? Let's go. Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast news to me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. Found it in the peach. News to me. Every word do teach because it's news to me. You got news to me. News to me. Erica and Mookie and news to me. Welcome back to another episode of That's News to Me. <laughs> I'm Erica Benefield. And I'm Mookie G. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little role reversal today. That's right. It's called role play. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Is this LARPing? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Listen. Okay. We're going to start. We didn't do question of the day last time. We're going to mm-hmm. start off with a question of the day right now. Okay. Nelson, hit us with question of the day. <laughs> All right. My question, Erica. Yes. If you could role play any sexy time outfit, what would it be? Pirate. That was quick. <laughs> that was you already. No, you didn't think about it. You, um, I love pirates. Okay. Explain the outfits and put it to me in a way that I would understand. I'm, I got my eyes closed. I'm visualizing. Go. For me or for my husband? Mm-mm, it's you. This is you. For me. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not being creepy as I think about this. Just, just so you know. I just okay. had, it's like, wait a minute, it's coming off creepy. Um, like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Swashbuckler? Is that the word? What the hell? <laughs> you know, with the big fancy hat and a sword. Okay. okay. And a, like a little dress with the frillies on the bottom mm-hmm. and an eye patch mm-hmm. and a bandana. Underneath the hat. Underneath the hat. Okay. And I've got all my teeth. Because I'm not a I'm not a gross pirate. Okay. And I've got a little blood on my dress because I take some heads. <laughs> you take some heads. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'm so nasty. And a little leather belt in the middle. Uh huh. And that's it. Oh, no top. Oh yeah, dress. Oh, the dress is a full dress. Yeah, it's a it's full not a, dress. Oh, I'm, that's a skirt. I don't you know. I'm a man. I don't know shit. About I'm sorry. I'm such a man. I don't know uh, shit. Okay. All right. Cool. How about you? Uh, I'm going as a firefighter. Okay. From the waist down. Waist down. Oh, is it like calendar firefighter? It, I mean, where you calendar, don't have a... calendar firefighter with the hat, no shirt. But I got the firefighter outfit on from the waist down, the boots and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there with an axe and I'm walking slow and sexy. Do you have the suspenders on or falling down? They're falling down. Okay. There's nothing. I don't want anything rubbing against my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I walk. No chafing. <laughs> no chase. No chafing at all. And at every step I take, because I don't have muscles, my body jiggles. <laughs> 
I'm painting a picture here for you. My <laughs> body doesn't jiggle, jiggle. It, it flows. flows. <laughs> no, these are waves flows. you see. <laughs> it doesn't fold, it flows. Yeah, yeah. So if you listen to this podcast, if you, when you hear it, I need you to go ahead and write into the show. Either you can email us to that's news, the number two, me, the number two, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can just hit us up on Instagram at Twisted Dreams Comedy and let us know what you would role play as. We would greatly appreciate it. We have not had anyone write into the show yet. No. So please. Be the first. Be the first. We'll shout you out. We'll shout you out. And matter, you know what? If you hear this podcast before January 21st, 2023, mm-hmm. we'll give you a free ticket to the comedy show at Pinkies Up Beer and Wine. So you can come and get your laugh on with us. Boom. How does that sound? January 21st, 8 p.m., Pinkies Up, Roswell, Georgia. Come on out. National touring comedians will grace our stage. And a Netflix comedian. And Netflix. Yep. So you write us. Tell us what you want to be. You be the first. You get a free ticket. Boom. That is. <clears throat> and if you're not close enough to get a ticket to come to the show, we'll get you another merch. Yes, item. we'll send you some merch if you write in. And let us know. We need a merch site. We do. We do. We do. And get some toe rings. <laughs> <laughs> Twist rings, toe rings. Okay. That was my question of the day. You got to think of your question of the day to end the podcast because okay. that was for the uh, last podcast. Okay. That's fair. Now, speaking of toe rings. Yeah. We had to end the last podcast. Mm-hmm. We were going long. We went long. But we you ended. Oh. <laughs> Baby, you going deep. Oh. <laughs> that's what she said. You... Completed the podcast by <laughs> talking. You just mentioned toe rings. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and refresh us on what you talked about last time. There is a comedian uh-huh. in the Atlanta area. Okay. And every time I'm on a show with this comedian, there are pictures of my feet taken. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you allow it to happen. Yeah, I don't care. So what if you have shoes on where your toes are not shown? This this comedian asks you to take your... No, and that's a good point. I never really put that together. It's really only when my toes are showing. And If I have on flip-flops or if I have on heels with the little peekaboo toes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, let me get a picture of your feet. Mm, Well, he's like, group picture. And he's like, look at Erica's feet being all cute. Oh, so So he he doesn't even... Like a sneak attack. It's a sneak. Yeah. And you laugh about it how do yeah. you i'm like whatever okay because he's a little bit crazy you know he's looking at your feet pics and touching there himself. could be worse things <laughs> 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 i'm gonna start charging him like those like the elvis impersonators of vegas when you try to take a picture of them and they're like that's five dollars oh my gosh yes <laughs> my husband and i got married in vegas and we had never been to vegas before and so we were walking down the street and this little little person dressed as elvis walked by and we were like oh that's so cool and so we were like can we get a picture with you and he was like yeah and after the picture he's like that'll be thirty dollars <laughs> we were like what <laughs> What? I mean, we're like, you know, bumpkins go into town. Right. We had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah. He was adamant that he was not going to leave us alone. And until, did y'all pay him? Yeah. Because he would have beat y'all up from the waist down. He sure was would have. Ass whooping. I was pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. Bumpkins go into town. Because <laughs> you heard me say we were getting married. Yes. When I was pregnant. Oh, uh, yeah. With a baby to protect in my belly. Oh, yeah. You had to pay me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, what a way to start the podcast. I know. We started with a bang. <laughs> with a bang. Toes out. Mm-hmm. Toes out, guns out. <laughs> to- no, no. <laughs> For him, it's toes out, c- out. Okay. <laughs> Grody. I'm so sorry, people. Uh, all right erica let's get into uh, the story on that note <laughs> you go first today I'll go first today so this one this one is a very recent story and it's very quick but i think it's funny and i all bless your heart kind of way so it comes to us from news.com.au it's out of australia michael mccormick sent to hospital after downing traditional drink A former deputy prime minister has revealed how he's pulled up after he vomited in front of diplomats on a tour of the Pacific. So what this guy did, he was on a tour of the South Pacific. He's from, I think, Australia. And as part of the traditional welcoming ceremony for diplomats on certain islands, they prepare a traditional drink. And this drink is theoretically the same or very similar on a lot of these islands. And so he had already participated in this ritual or this welcoming ceremony on several islands. And it's from a tree root and the elders or whatever prepare the drink in front of the guests and you drink all of it as a sign of respect. And then, you know, each member of the team gets their own drink. So they were on this other island after he had participated in the ceremony several times I think in the same day, it's called Sakau, S-A-K-A-U. I could be uh, totally mispronouncing that. It's a type of Micronesian kava. And so on this particular island, though, it's very, very strong. And so you're supposed to take a sip and pass the cup to the next person in order of importance. So he didn't know that. He drank the whole thing. Oh. It doesn't have any hallucinogenic qualities or anything like that, but it's from the article. It's it's really strong, and it's sort of like drinking a whole lot of caffeine or a whole lot of nicotine. So it's not alcoholic, but it has a sedative effect, and it's kind of kind of like a narcotic in that way. So he said about 10 minutes after, mm. he looked over at the foreign minister and mouthed, I'm not okay. And then he went cross-eyed. <laughs> and then he started throwing up violently. They get him back to his hotel or his house or wherever. Like they, they get him comfortable. And he said he slept for 14 hours. Okay. I'm glad he just threw up because I, I would have shit it all over myself too. <laughs> have, you, have you ever been sick, like violently sick, or you know you're about to be sick and you're not at home? Oh, yes. And you're in front of a bunch of people that you don't know very well or you're not comfortable with or maybe you're at work. That is the worst feeling. Yeah. Because you're so vulnerable when you're sick. Like I was in a, a work meeting one time several years ago, and I was supposed to present as part of this meeting. And I was presenting to a global team, and people had flown in from Spain. And, you know, this was a big conference room. And we're all getting set down around the table. Opening remarks have been made, and they're about to throw it over to me. And I start getting that nauseous feeling in my stomach and it hit hard and fast. And I was like, oh, mm. no. and I like my cheeks were watering, you know, when you're about to throw up and you're just, mm. so I excused myself really quick. I went to the bathroom and I almost didn't make it to the bathroom and I start puking my guts out. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I sent a text to my boss and I was like, I think I have a virus. 
And part of me was like, she's going to think you just don't want to do it. And I was so sick. I was like, I don't care. She can think that. I got in my car. I made it not even a quarter of the mile down the road. I had to pull over, throw up. I ended up with like a 48-hour virus. It was horrible. But that is just such a bad feeling. And to do it in such a public way, I can't help it. Yeah, you, you can't help it. And then doing it in front of everyone, it's like, well, that person's really sick. Yeah, that's true. You should have did it at work in front of everyone. I should have. Just Meetings canceled, everyone. Bleh. I'm sure they would have thanked you. Probably. Oh, like, ooh, thanks for getting us out of that meeting. Except whoever had to clean it up. Well, there's trash cans in there. That's true. Obviously, in my mind, the scenario played out much differently. <laughs> <laughs> you just were going gonna to peek on everyone. All right. And you get peeked on and you get peeked on. Everybody gets peeked on. I can make it, like, for some reason, I can make it to the restroom. That's it's, good. It's very rare that I have not made it to the restroom. And the reason I haven't made it to the restroom on those occasions is because I'll just go outside. And when I go outside, I find a bush and it's like, this is a great spot for it. Yeah. But then when I go, I don't like getting throw up on my shoes. So I get down on all fours. Oh, like a dog. And I get really close to the ground. <laughs> that way it won't bounce back up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the higher you are, the more bounce back you get in the further. Yes. You sound, you have obviously had experience. In yes. This. Yes. I used to get drunk a lot. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not a, here we go again. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic, but. Uh, denial time by Mookie G. But back in college, I would drink. And when I, when I would drink, I would just drink a fast. Let me oh. say, when you drink fast, you get sicker, yeah. quicker. And I would throw that back up. And mm. that's why I don't drink as much now. So. The only time I, I'm going to say two things about this and then I'm done because. I don't want to talk about throw up. Yeah, yeah. With this. So being a mom, being a parent, the worst thing about being a parent to small kids is that they don't know what the feeling is when they're about to throw up. They'll just be mid-sentence. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yes. Yeah, All over you. Oh, gosh. That's my, so bad. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. My daughter. Ugh. Just in the bed. And she has a restroom in her bedroom. Yeah. They don't care. You couldn't make it from the bed to the toilet? Mm-mm. Mm -mm. No. Yes, you could. <laughs> if you don't get your ass. Oh. Now I got to get the carpet clean. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So my kids had trundle beds, the beds that have the bed underneath that pulls out when they have company. Okay. yeah. And my daughter, I don't know what she'd eaten that night, but she ate something for dinner that was red, and she got sick in the middle of the night, and her trundle bed had been pulled out because sometimes she wanted to sleep on the trundle. She threw up between her bed and the trundle bed because it's it's not a, a flush yeah. thing. There's like a little cre crevice or crease or whatever. I like you crevice. Crevice. <laughs> she got throw up in the crevice. So I had to climb under her bed with a handheld steam cleaner and clean that up because if I had pushed the trundle under... Mm, or tried was, to move the bed in any way, the was, bed frame would have drug it. And spread it more. Gross. Yeah. I should have did my story first because I'm pretty sure we lost some listeners. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Nelson, we may need to just cut that part out. No, no, no. Period. Just, just. Yeah. And the only time I couldn't make it somewhere decent was, so I was in Italy and I was with a friend and we were touring Rome and I was so excited because I wanted to see the Trevi Fountain. That's all that I wanted to do. When I lived in Italy, I never saw Rome. So we go back a couple of years after I come back to the States and we're touring. We went to Venice the day before 
And as part of our dinner, we ate at this little tiny Italian place in the middle of nowhere. And it was amazing. So good. And that's my favorite thing to do in Venice is to just get lost, find a good restaurant to go into because they're all good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I had pork gnocchi. Gnocchi is a potato pasta. It's really rich and it's chew. It's not chewy. It's, um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's, it's like a thick pasta. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, the pork was either bad or something happened and I got a virus. Mm. So the next day we were going to go tour the Vatican and then go walk around Rome. And I was going to see my beloved Trevi fountain. So we wake up and I immediately, and I'm like, I, I don't feel good. But this was my one chance to see the Trevi Fountain. And I was like, well, I'm not going to waste it. I conjured up every ounce of health that I had left in my body, which wasn't much. We tried to make it to the Vatican before it closed. We missed it. We walked from the Vatican to the Trevi Fountain. And I threw up on every Vespa I saw. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like all through all through Rome. And I just threw up my way to the Trevi Fountain. Once I got there, I was like passed out because I was so dehydrated and tired. And then we took a taxi back to the hotel room. But you got to see the fountain. I got to see the fountain. (laughs) My friend propped me up. She was like, just stay here. I'll take your picture. Wow. It was bad. But I got to see it. Yeah, well. Did you sleep like the uh, gentleman in Australia? From Australia? 14 hours? Not 14 hours. But once I got back, I was like, ugh. Wow. It was bad. At least you don't have to take a flight, though. I did. I wonder, the next day. The next day? Never mind. Yeah. Did he have to take a flight or was he able to? I don't know. I don't think it said. Okay. But anyway, yeah, this poor guy. Stick to McDonald's. Stick to the shit you know, people. That's right. Chicken nuggets never steered me wrong. Well, a couple times. Ooh. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> Instant mashed potatoes. Those are pretty safe. Yeah. But anyway, all right, so to the people we lost, please come back. Yeah. I'm done now. All right. My turn. Your turn, please. This story comes to us from usatoday.com. Oh, that's fancy. It is fancy, but you can find this anywhere. Okay. This story happened December 16th, 2022. So. About a year ago. About a day ago. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was thinking 2023 in my head. Sorry, Nelson, you can help me out. So you may have seen or heard this story. It took place in Uganda, Mm, Africa. Okay, right next door. And (laughs) right next door, yeah. And it involves one of Erica's favorite animals, a hippo. Oh. A hippopotamus. If you recall, I have done a story on cocaine hippos. Yeah, well, this hippo, you would think was on cocaine. So a little boy, a two-year-old boy was playing outside of his home in Uganda. Oh, no. And a hippopotamus ran up on the little boy and swallowed him whole. Shut up. What? Yeah. The little boy was playing, and a man witnessed this. The hippo ran up on the boy, swallowed half of the boy's body whole, and the man started picking up stones and hitting the hippopotamus with the stones, causing the hippo to spit the little boy back up. And then they chased the hippo back into the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. Was the little boy okay? So the little boy, they got him to the hospital. He was okay. They treated him for minor cuts and they gave him a tetanus shot. That's fair. Yeah, that was it. Just (laughs) just for rabies, just to make sure he was okay. 
But folks, I saw this. I was like, oh you have God. got to be kidding me. So this, I kept looking because again, I, I saw this and I kept searching. I kept clicking on multiple sites to see if there were any videos or pictures. You wanted a video of this hippo eating this little boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Erica, you say that. I found a video, not of this, because there, there's there's another one. There's yeah. So there were three boys in Africa playing in the water, and the boys go underwater. They pop back up, and what pops up with them? <gasps> a hippo. Who's filming? I guess one of the parents. They didn't know. They didn't know the hippo. The hippo stayed underwater the entire time. They didn't Dang. know, and they were in shallow water. It seemed like the, the hippo just pops up, and they scream. Moto Moto was yes. Was in the I was like, oh hell no. Mm-mm. So it just I looked at that, and then looking at more research from these hippos in Africa. So in South Africa, hippos are responsible for the death of more people than anything. Wow. Great white sharks and great white sharks in South Africa. They're killers. Yeah, they are. But they're not number one. It is the hippo. Hungry hippo. Yes. So could you imagine, for one, that two-year-old, I don't remember much when I'm two, so it's the chances of this little boy remembering this. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not, very... it's not very high. But for that man that witnessed this. Oh, that's traumatic. Wow. Wow. So this... I don't think I'd ever go outside again. That man has to go outside because he's saving people's lives. That's true. He saved that little boy. Because that hippo was going to eat that boy. Uh, You know, there are certain things that you don't do in environments where you run the, well, that I don't do in environments where you run the risk of running into certain wildlife. Like in Florida, I would never go swim in a lake in Florida. They're starting to pop up on beaches now. The alligators are starting to pop up on beaches. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. It's very rare, but every now and then an alligator is popping up on the beach. Mm, 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 no. Yeah. Like these people in Africa, they're living their life and the hippo just... Eats them. It eats them. But you see the videos of people out and then a, a giraffe would just walk by or... But that's what they're used to. That's, that's true. I guess if it's what you're used to. So when I was three, I was almost bitten by a snake and now I have this horrid phobia. And I was three. And still to this day, I have a horrid phobia of snakes. So wait, you remember at three? I remember everything. Oh, yes. so it's so if you remember that at three, it's possible that this traumatic experience for this little boy, he may remember it That's because true. it was so traumatic. He, he might. I don't remember anything past five. Yeah, I remember my dad and my grandpa, my granddad were standing in the carport, grandparents' farm. It's, I say farm. It was just a house out in the middle of nowhere in the country. And they had a pond on their land, and it was full of copperheads and water moccasins, Mm. full of them. And so you just knew when you were walking outside, I mean, we were all barefoot all the time, but you just knew to be real careful and make a lot of noise when you walked, you know, try to scare them away. But it was normal to see them. But my dad was holding me. He put me down, and I kind of – I didn't fall, but I kind of, like, went down on the ground. And when I did, there was one coiled up under the car, Mm. and it struck at me. Scared the bejesus out of me. I still remember what its mouth. <sighs> oh, yeah. Because you just painted that picture like it just happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, because I was panicky, so I couldn't get the words out. So my dad and my granddad just knew I was upset about something that there was. And so I finally got the word snake out. And they were like, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's fine. And then my granddad looked under the car and was like, damn, there's a snake under there. So they killed it and then thought it would be a great idea to pick it up on a hoe not a woman. 
Um, Continue. <laughs> and then parade it like it's showing me it's dead. Like, hey, we got it. It's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And so now I'm traumatized. Oh wow. So he might remember. It's possible. It is possible. He may not ever go in near a, a hippo again, like even the zoo. He wasn't near the hippo. The hippo, the hippo found hippo, him. The hippo found him. What if the hippo's his spirit animal? I don't know what the hell that means, but it is. <laughs> he, I don't know what that means. But what that, if throughout his life he sees these random hippos like trying to kill him? Uh, I bet he's like, I'm getting the hell out of Africa. That's right. I'd go to New Zealand. No. New Are there Zealand? hippos in New Zealand? I don't know. He's going somewhere cold. Yeah, I said Zealand New Zealand because it's on my in my mind. Okay, he's he's going to Iceland. Yeah, how about that? Alaska. No, you got elks and stuff in Alaska that'll kill you. Bears, polar bears. Are there polar bears in Alaska? I believe so. I think so too. I'm just gonna guess. Yeah. Where can you go? That's pretty. The wilderness is nowhere. Nice, but there's no ba bears. nowhere. <laughs> if nature wanted to win, nature if, will always win. Nature will win. Like. Let's think of Earth. Earth could start shaking. Yeah. Take us out a lot. That's why I have a problem with, with all these people who are like, fairness, everything has to be fair. Nothing's fair. Nature's not fair. Nature's not fair. Nature could fart. and Yeah. We'd be dead. We'd be dead. Nature does fall, fart. It's called a volcano. That's, that's, and and I'm, as I'm saying all of this, nature could blow. Yeah. Nature could blow us. <laughs> and not in a good way. And not in a good way. And kill us. Yeah. And sometimes she does. And sometimes she does. Mother Nature is angry. Yep. Nature could squirt. And it does. <laughs> it does. And kill us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get what I'm saying. You, you get what I'm saying. Shart. <laughs> nature what the, could shart. What is the shart of Mud nature? Mudslide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Nature sharted again in Northern California. <laughs> That's how we should do the news. <laughs> That's pretty good. Nature. I like that. Nature sharted. Mother Nature farted again as Mount St. Helens erupts for the uh, fifth time. Oh my gosh. Mother Nature's getting menopause. It's getting hot and cold. That's right. That's the that's the savannah. That's yes. no the what's the desert called? The Sahara? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I can't think of the name. I got so excited about Savannah, my... that's in Georgia. I know. That's not menopause. That is a heat. Well, it could be. It's super humid and right, sticky down right. there. Hot flash. Oh, hot flash. Okay. But anyway. Uh, all right, well, Erica. I said you had to come up with a question. That's true. Yeah. So. What's your favorite Mother Nature body function? <laughs> Shorty. <laughs> uh, nature sharted. Nature sharted again. In Southern California. <laughs> I didn't know it was until we talked about it just That's a few right. minutes ago. So muddy. <laughs> well, what about you? Mm, I think that's my favorite too. <laughs> it's just so perfect. And the visual. Now, anytime somebody says the word shark, I'm going to picture this house just falling down the side of a mountain. Oh, Nature sharted. Nature sharted again. <laughs> and then you see this poor chump on his balcony. Like, well, what can you do? She sharted. It happens. Uh, uh, all state claims. You're in good hands. 
right. Uh, Folks, thanks for turning turn me in. Thanks for tuning <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning me in. Thanks. To another exciting episode. Full of uh, we'll have to put a disclaimer on this one. <laughs> you have a weak stomach. Yeah, don't listen to the don't first listen part. Listen to this one. <laughs> oh okay. uh, well, yeah, true. Yep. Yeah, we sandwiched it. We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, okay. Folks, we love you. We do. Make sure you spread love and joy wherever you go and whoever you may be around. Unless you're a hippo and then don't eat children. Yes. That... Or grown-ups. Or grown-ups. Maybe stick to plants. Right. That's Can a good question. <laughs> what, what is a hippo? I think they're omnivores. Omnivores? Okay. <laughs> we'll have to answer that <laughs> on the next episode mm. of That's News to Me. Bye, y'all. Peace. <laughs> it's news to me. You can't say this not catchy. It is catchy. It is. I'm going to give them that. Dang, I need to start listening to that. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Do you have a suggestion for a future episode? Please let us know. Send us an email at thatsnews2me at gmail.com. That's news, the number two, me, the number two, at gmail.com.